What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to the real spill with desire. It's me, your host, D to the Z Y R E. Desire, that's me. And we're getting closer to Valentine's Day. Yay! So, it, some people are not. But listen, I decided that I'm going to do a few episodes for Valentine's Day. Oh, for all the lovers out there and the wannabe lovers. I just got some information for y'all. So, y'all stay tuned because this thing is going to definitely be a blessing. So, y'all stay tuned. On this episode, I want to talk about the parasitic relationship. A few years ago, I um, I did a series. I did 10 days talking about love, relationships, all that stuff. This is years ago. It could have been maybe 2011, 12. Like, it was years ago. I'm going to see if it's in my memories. I, ain't, I don't be on Facebook as much as I used to. But I'm going to see if it's in my memories. But yeah, every day up until Valentine's Day, I did some kind of teaching. And the one that I think I did, in, I think I did this one in two parts, the parasitic relationship, because the parasitic relationship is so detrimental. The parasitic relationship can cause you to go into a deep depression. It can cause you to go, because what happens is you become empty. Let me rewind because I, I keep doing it. That, that's why this is like take number four because I keep doing this. I keep jumping right in. So the parasite, a parasite is an organism that a organism that lives on or off another organism and benefits by denying nutrients at the expense of the host, meaning whatever it needs, it gets from you, whether you got it or not. I'm going to drain you dry because I got to be fortified. That's that's the thought process of a, a parasite. The thought process is I got to get for me. I don't care if you don't have. I got to make sure I'm good. That's the thought process of a parasite. And a parasitic relationship could be any kind of relationship. It don't just have to be boyfriend and girlfriend. A parasitic relationship could be a work relationship where the boss is like, I don't care what you're going through. As long as you do what what I need done, I need to be fortified, so you need to do what I'm requiring. It could be be family. I know a lot of um a lot of people deal with that that um that family member that come to visit that never leave. They just leech. You know, they stay in your house, eat all your food, don't help pay no bills, don't don't really do nothing, use up the electricity, watch T V and the cable, the internet, do all that stuff, use the water, the soap. Literally don't do anything. Until you go broke. When you broke, what they do? They leave. They out. A parasite has one goal and one goal only. And that goal is to fortify itself. That's it. 
That's it. That's all the parasite wants is to fortify himself. That's it. And here it is, you thinking that that parasite loves you. That parasite will be with you forever. That parasite is going to marry you. That parasite, that parasite is not, not going to leave you for another man. That parasite isn't going to uh, disrespect you because you don't have. Nah, it doesn't even work like that. The parasite, once you no longer have what the parasite needs, it's a done deal. They will leave when they can no longer feed off of you. They will leave you as soon as they can no longer get from you. They won't even think two seconds about it. Now, they might come back when they see that they uh, that you picked up, you know, you got yourself together. They might come back. And they're going to come back with a sob story. Oh, baby, please, baby, please. And if I ever fall. They're going to come back with all the flowers and just so that they can fortify themselves again. A parasite will never deposit into you. Let me let me fix that up. I'm gonna fix that up. They do make deposits, but ne- never fortifying deposits. They will deposit in you just enough to keep you going, to keep you from getting empty, because if you go on empty, they ain't gonna have nothing at all. You know, if you if you just fall out and can't go to work. How they gonna how they gonna get their phone bill paid? Nah, boo boo, you gotta get up and go to work. I gotta pay my phone. The need changes. The need of the parasite changes when you no longer can supply their need. When you no longer when you start saying no, their love for you changes. Why Why am I going to keep talking to you? You telling me no? You don't want to pay my phone bill? Like, who you think you are? And what they do, they find somebody else to pay their phone bill. Begin to leech off of that person. And guess what? Guess where you are? You left, left alone. That's exactly all by yourself. That's where you're left. Alone. While the host, the the parasite, is out wooing another, whether it's male or female, they're out wooing another. The parasite does not love the host, but the parasite loves what the host can do for them. Sometimes... And I'm 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 gonna make this um, I'm gonna put this out there. Sometimes people see and the body of Christ is for you. People see your anointing and they see your zeal, they see your hunger and they feast off of it. They use you for who they see who God is making you. But they don't have any intentions on depositing anything into you. So they use you. 
Yes. Yes. It happens in the church too. Sometimes the churches are parasites. Because they hunger for the anointing. So when somebody is anointed, they pull so much from the anointed. Until that person is empty. Yes, church folk do that. Yes, pastors do that. Yes, bishops do that. Missionaries, people of God do that. I apologize. I don't know how the sound is going to be on this episode because my asthma has been acting up. So, um, but yes, people in the church do that. They see somebody is anointed. They don't want that person to become who God really called them to be. So they give them, they give them a little bit of responsibility, just enough to keep them satisfied. But like, I, cause, cause let me, let me, let me take y'all to the scripture. I'm gonna take y'all to the scripture. I believe it was, um, First Samuel, I want to say it's either between 16, 17, but it's before 18. It's before you get to 18. So somewhere in First Samuel 15, well, it's not 15. I don't think it's 15. But let's say 15, 16, 17. The Bible talks about Saul and how God had rejected Saul. So Saul was being tormented. The Bible says the, that God sent a spirit to torment Saul. Saul was being tormented by a spirit. And they sent for this, this, young, this young field boy, this, this shepherd boy. And he played under the, the, the unction of the Holy Spirit. He was anointed to play, and that spirit had left Saul. So Saul put him in position at the king's palace. You know, we heard the story about David killing Goliath. We know that happened. And people started singing about this little boy, David. David, uh, Saul killed his thousands. David killed his ten thousands. Saul killed his thousands. David killed his ten thousands. See, Saul still had a need for David. But he ain't want David to really become who David really was. So he 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 still wanted David to do his job as as the anointed musician and as the the mighty warrior, the soldier. He he still wanted David to do that, but he didn't want David to become king. So when he found out that he couldn't use David no more, what did he? What did he decide to do? He decided to kill David. He set out to kill David. He plotted to kill David. This is this is what happens in in the body. In these parasitic relationships in the body of Christ. They see the anointing and they, they want they want the anointing. But they don't want you to become who God really called you to be. But they wanna they wanna use the anointing. They don't even care if you become empty. So they pull from you and keep pulling, never depositing in you. This is the same thing. And it's going on in the body of Christ. 
Man, y'all, y'all know how serious that is? See, we, a lot of times we like to talk about relationships as in boyfriend and girlfriend, and we try to leave it there. But some, some relationships, some church relationships, God didn't ordain. Well, that's my family church. I just got to stay there. God was like, but I'm telling you to leave. Like, what are you doing? I'm telling you to leave. But God, but God, they, they use me down there. They they use me down there. Exactly. They're using you. They're, they're, they're not even using you. They're misusing you. I called you to be this, but they said, no, I don't want her to be that. I'm only going to let her be this. I'm only going to let him be this. A healthy relationship. See, I, I had to go back to my my notes because I would have went off on tangent there. A healthy relationship will be a give and take relationship. I heard the preacher said a uh, relationship isn't give and take. Um, I don't agree with that. Um, I believe it, it should be give and take. You know, because it's, uh, uh, it's, it's constant exchanges. That's what we mean by give and take. If I'm always pouring in, think about it like this. If you have a pitcher, a Kool-Aid pitcher, we from the hood, we, we, could, we could talk like that. You have a Kool-Aid pitcher, and you always pouring into everybody's glass, but never refilling. What's going to happen to that Kool-Aid pitcher? The more you pour, what's going to happen? It's going to be empty. So it has to be a constant exchange. It has to be a constant exchange. Even if you think about a bank account. If you're always withdrawing from it and never depositing, what's going to happen to that bank account? It's going to get it's going to be empty. It's going to be empty. And what happens? When we get empty, when we allow the parasite to draw from us so much to now we can't even be fortified, we don't have nothing left. We don't even know where to go because we're so broken. Our emptiness will open the door to to depression, low self-esteem, desperation, oppression. All these things things can happen. Because somebody wanted to pull from us. They wanted to use us. They wanted to misuse us. They didn't see our value. The value that God has for us. They didn't see us. As who God called us to be. They just saw us as somebody who got what I need and I'm going to take it. They're opportunists. And we have to be careful. This is why the Bible says guard your heart with all diligence. Once you see what kind of tree you're dealing with. What kind of fruit is being produced from a tree. If you know you don't like apples and you had an apple tree, move away from it. You know what? I don't like apples. 
I'm out. Molly, peace. And I'm going to say this and I'm, I'm done. A lot of times we mess up because we'll be at a point of emptiness. And the first thing we do is get into another relationship while we're empty and while we're broken. And this is not the intent of God because then you go into the toxicity that we talked about in the other podcast. Now you uh, you you broken and you empty. Now you're trying to talk to somebody else. Now you got to get healed first to be successful in your relationship. You got to be healed. Even when you go to another church, don't just go to another church and jump right in and join it right away. Pray like, God, heal me. So that I won't go in with the church hurt that that I experienced from over there. Allow me to be healed so that when I go in, I will go in not looking at them, but looking at you, who is the author of my faith, author and finisher of my faith. Heal me so that when I go into this new ministry that you called me to or that you're instructing me to go to, heal me so that when I go into it, I will go into it knowing that any work that I do is not to them, but it's unto you. And open up my eyes so that I can see, so I can know when to say no. People of God, we got to know when to say no. God never intended for us to be doormats. Oh, well, you're called to servitude. No, that's you being called to servitude, not being a doormat. For people to walk all over, no. That's not the will of the Father. We are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, a holy nation. That's who we are. We are heirs with Christ. We are not anybody's doormat. We're not to be used and misused and abused. God has purpose for us. Even the parasite, God has a purpose for them too. They just might be misguided. It's okay. We'll pray for them. I love y'all. That was another Valentine's Day episode. So, y'all, I pray that y'all were blessed by it. I pray that y'all make better decisions. I, I pray that you are led by the Holy Spirit. And most of all, I pray that you will guard your heart with all diligence. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Ask God to open up your eyes and, and give you the gift of discernment. So you can know who is who. They're a parasite or not. I'm out of Peace.